Welcome to Gutter Trash, episode 314, He Never Died. My name is Eric. I'm Jason. Hello. Hello, sir. How are you? I'm alright. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> it is good. Alright. Yeah. How about yourself? I'm okay. Yeah. Okay is all I've ever at. And we, uh... It's where I top out. <laughs> it's it's the, yeah. the threshold. Yep. Yeah, okay. Well, you know, it's good to know your your boundaries. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. We're we're doing okay. We're yeah. uh, we're chilling with my kids again. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we're uh, we're back at uh, your house. Yeah. Uh, there there was a little bit of panic about ten minutes ago that uh, per- perhaps this may not be the ideal thing to be doing at the moment. <laughs> All right. My dog was a little a little crazy. Yeah. Yeah. She she kind of. She lost her shit for a second. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, she she seems to have calmed down pretty quickly. Yeah, she wasn't barking or anything. She was just no. uh, running around in circles yeah. and like flailing and biting everything. Yep. Crunching on bones. Crunching on bones. Yeah. Mine, mine and yours. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> She's a puppy still. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It happens. Yeah. She's a giant goddamn puppy, but she's a puppy. <laughs> I've seen bigger. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, she's pretty cool. She can be. She's pretty cool right now. Yeah, yeah. she's, she's just curled Passed up. out. Yep. Curled up and then, mm. uh, she's not sleeping because she keeps staring at me, but, uh. <laughs> she's giving you the eye. Yeah. <laughs> Probably because I'm talking and disturbing her. Yeah. Well, you, yeah, we usually don't talk. Usually when we're sitting here, we're either watching a movie right. or drawing, and, uh, <laughs> total silence. <laughs> Yeah, we did watch a movie here, though. Yeah, we did. Yeah. He never died. He never died. Spoiler. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's right in the title. You're right there. Uh, starring Henry Rollins. Which is cool. He, it, he yeah. deserves a starring role. Sure. I mean, I've seen him in a bunch of movies over the years. Right. Um, never starring in them, though. No, not really. Yeah. I mean, you said, said major roles like major in the, roles in movies but he's definitely not the the main character yeah. most right yeah but, he's but not, he is in he's the top billing top billing practically in every scene i believe oh yeah i believe so i don't think there's a scene without him no oh uh, yeah he never died he never died what's this movie about i don't know because <laughs> there's two things going for it uh one uh, it was very hard to hear. Yeah. I, I had a really hard time hearing anything that was happening in the movie. All right. Like dialogue, anything. I could not understand okay. what was happening. And that's partially my computer and partially my just terrible hearing. Anyway. Right. Yeah, there's a couple of scenes where like it was a little, a little garbled. Right. But. And also throughout most of it, Henry Rollins, his performance is mostly whisper based. Yeah, yeah, he, <laughs> he does a lot of subtle speaking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so then there's that, and then also uh, a little confusing. Well, I think that that's kind of the, I guess the the feel they were going for. I'd imagine is they right. drop you right in, and you're like, 
Okay, here's this character. It's right. kind of methodical, though. He's like going about his business, but in a methodical, slow way. It's not like right. it's not like you're dropped into this crazy action. And you're like, what no, the no, hell is going? But but yeah, he's just kind of going about his day. And like for the first forty five minutes, I was like, this could just be like a documentary about what Henry Rollins does between gigs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah almost. Yeah. 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 But then, uh, then it gets a little crazy. It gets a little crazy, and we get to see what happens at a Henry Rollins show. <laughs> well, this is kind of true. <laughs> I have had friends that went to see him play, and it said he's like, you know, like coughing up blood on the stage, and, right. you know, everything because he's a pretty intense. Yeah, performer. Although you know, I mean, he's he's uh, like fifty five now, so you know, he should be slowing down a little bit. Yeah, right. Yeah, a little uh, bit. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, of course, I've only ever seen him do uh, spoken word shows, so you know there's usually very little uh, blood happening on stage <laughs> at those. I've never seen. I've never been in the same room with the man. Really? Uh, yeah. But I, I do really appreciate, especially spoken word. I like I like some Henry Allen solo stuff, and I like some Henry Allen's Black Flag. But I think I like his spoken word better than either. I would 1,000% agree with that statement. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I like, especially, like, Damaged Black yeah. Flag, oh, yeah. like, is my favorite, for sure. sure. Uh, and then the rest of the, the Black Flag stuff he did after that is, I could take it or leave it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, his Rollins Band stuff, uh, I don't know, yeah, take it or leave it, for the most part. Mm, yeah. Uh, his last two Rollins albums... That he did uh, with the second incarnation of the Rollins band. Oh yeah, uh, I actually really like that better than I like his previous Rollins stuff. Uh, even though I recognize that, like musically, the like first incarnation of the Rollins band is probably better because mm-hmm. it's like a lot more jazz and blues, bluesy, and, yeah. and, and the, the the second incarnation is definitely straight up. Like just this is just rock and roll, mm-hmm. uh, which I actually I like it better because I found it more refreshing. Right, that he was yeah. doing like just straight up, just you know, hard rock. It yeah. was like Henry Allen's in ACDC. Kind of, yeah, <laughs> really. Yeah. I don't think I heard any of those. I think because I had the end of Silence when I was in high school, and I loved that record. Right, and then and then Wait came out, and I was really disappointed with Wait, right. and I never really kept up with. Like, I've maybe heard the next one, whatever that was, but yeah. I never really kept up with them. I had, uh, yeah, I liked End of Silence, and uh, Wait's okay. Uh, uh, there was a live one he put out that I really liked uh, with that incarnation of the band. Like, I think post-End of Silence? Okay. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, the the the, the last two, uh, Get Some, Go Again, and Nice were the, the last two albums he put out. Mm. Yeah. Just, oh yeah, I heard "Get Some Go Again." I think yeah. I think I I listened to that once. Yeah, it was all right. I enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, it's just more straight up rock and roll. So. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's he's kind of had a presence in our lives for yes, many years. Yeah. Twenty years probably. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I've, I've seen him twice do the spoken word stuff, uh, which which were uh, mostly great. Mm-hmm. I say mostly because they are three-hour shows, and uh, those are at Bogarts, and they do not exactly have what you would call comfortable chairs. Oh, well, yeah, <laughs> I would imagine. 
Was it just like folding metal chairs? Uh, they were wooden. Yeah. Oh, it was yeah. just wooden. Uh, I mean, still not comfortable. Right. They're old and creaky and, you know, not made for <laughs> sitting in for long periods of time. Yeah, I've never sat at Bogart's, I don't believe. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't believe. Right. But, uh, I do remember one of the shows, it was me, my girlfriend at the time, and a friend of mine all went and, when the show was over, the chair fucked me up. <laughs> and, like, I could barely walk. Like, like, I, it hurt to move. And, like, I thought, okay, you know, like, maybe I'll just, like, you know, work it out a little bit, you know. All right. And, no, it didn't, didn't really help. And then uh, I got in my car, and even just sitting in, in what was comparatively... Very, very nice, comfortable <laughs> seats. Right. Uh, it was just excruciating. And, yeah. like, I had a hard time driving home. Yeah. <laughs> so, is Rollins, when he does this spoken word performance, is he pretty animated or is he sitting in a chair? Or oh, he's animated. Yeah. I okay. mean, you know, the first thing he does is he grabs a mic and then he just wraps the cord around his fist. Right. Yeah. And just fucking deep throats it through the show and just is, is all over the stage. Yeah, okay. so, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Because I've listened to several of his discs, but yeah, I've never watched any of it. Oh, yeah. He is very animated. Uh, but yeah, and, and so comparatively, uh, his character in this movie, uh, up to a point, it is a, a lot more subdued. Uh, yeah, very <laughs> subdued. And I, like, I think maybe that's why... Um, the craziness that happens um, is more intense because he's so subdued otherwise. Right. But uh, I guess I guess we'll kind of have to have to do a spoiler alert on this film. I think so. Because because I mean, uh, otherwise we're just gonna say, "Hey, Henry Allen's is really cool." Right. Yeah. You know. <laughs> and that's not. I mean, not that we really get more in depth with our reviews than no, yeah, than that yeah. anyway. It's not like. It's not like we're we're no Peter Travers here, but no, no, um, we're not even an AO Scott. Well, we're not. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, from here on out, we're probably gonna have to spoil this movie. Yeah, I think that's uh, safe to say. So uh, go watch it. Turn this off and go watch it. Right. Although I will say, uh, if if you see the movie poster, uh, even that contains kind of a spoiler. Yeah, I know. I saw the poster before we we watched this, and I. I tried just to not think about it. Right. Like, I had that image in my brain, but I was like, I don't want to really, you know, like, I don't want like, to sit here and, right. yeah. sit here and you know, break it apart in my mind and think about what, what that could represent. Right. Uh, and a friend of mine, actually, uh, about a week ago, I had dinner with him, and it was after you and I had actually talked about this movie for the first time. And it was like, because I had never heard of it before you mentioned it. Uh, he was like, yeah, I mean trailer looks really good but don't watch it <laughs> and don't watch the trailer either. right yeah. yeah okay he's like because because the trailer will just spoil that movie for you and i was like yeah well i usually don't watch trailers anyway and you know like i said you had already mentioned it so yeah i knew i was gonna watch right. it anyway it wasn't like you were weighing the the right, yeah. option of watching yeah. it or not and i probably would have watched it no matter what anyway because it's hey, around right uh, so yeah, so, uh, although, like, one of the very first scenes of the movie kind of, it kind of is a, a hint. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's the better word. It starts to say spoiler, but it's a hint. Yeah. Uh, but, uh. I, I was actually too distracted, though, because, yeah, the first thing you see is him 
like getting up out of bed without a shirt on. Right. And you're supposed to like notice these like pretty huge scars on his back. Right. Instead, I noticed that the giant sun tattoo wasn't there. (laughs) (laughs) I was too distracted by the lack of tattoos. Right. And I was like, oh yeah, and there's a couple scars, but 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 why? How did they do that? A little CGI, a little makeup. Yeah. Yeah. They probably put like some sort of like fake back skin to like do the the scars. Maybe there's a stunt back. Could be a stunt back. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe he had uh, the tattoo laser removed for the role. Yeah, he really got into it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, actually, you know, it did seem like for some reason, like I remember him having way more tattoos than he was actually sporting throughout the movie. Yeah, because he's shirtless a couple times. Yeah, and you see, you see several tattoos on his arms. Right. I, it might just be the lack of his back tattoo, though, because that back tattoo takes up his entire back. That's true. Yeah. So it might just seem, like, empty comparatively. Right. I don't think... Because uh, doesn't he have the uh, black flag bars oh, yeah. on the back of his uh-huh. neck, too? Yeah, uh-huh. I didn't see those yeah. either. Yeah, I didn't know you're right. Maybe, yeah, maybe he was like, yeah, that would kind of distract from the movie, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, because like, if you see that, you're like, well, that's clearly Henry Rollins. Well, see, and- that was my... M- problem my main problem is is a uh, clearly Henry Rollins. I was so distracted by the fact that I'm like I'm watching Henry Rollins like destroy people this is awesome <laughs> you know like Henry Rollins ripping people's throats out and poking their eyes out and right. I was just like this is great this is Henry Rollins doing this <laughs> it was very hard for me just to call him Jack was that his name Jack yeah yeah, yeah. uh yeah it's uh, it's one of those weird things it's like uh you know, and you may argue with me on this because, uh, because I'm very argumentative. Well, no, because, because you're such a big fan of Star Wars, but you know, like, like Harrison Ford is arguably like, you know, a huge movie star. Right. And so whenever I see him in anything, it's like, oh, there's Harrison Ford <laughs> in a movie right, right. and doing the Harrison Ford thing. I, I'm pretty sure the first time I ever saw Harrison Ford, it was when I watched Star Wars. Oh, well, yeah. So yeah. now it's like, hey, look, there's Han Solo and what right. lies beneath. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but you know what I mean. You know, yeah, like yeah. some stars are, are like too big for their roles anymore. Like like, like David Bowie in uh, Labyrinth. Exactly. And he literally is too big for his britches in that movie. Yep. <laughs> uh, and and so while I wouldn't necessarily call Henry Rollins like a huge star, like he definitely to us he to is. us he yeah. is right. Yeah. And so it is kind of that distracting thing where yeah. you know we're just always going to recognize Henry Rollins. And also, he's not that great of an actor, right? Where he's gonna just draw you in with his abilities. <laughs> I mean, he's he's serviceable in yeah. certain roles. Like he usually plays a cop or a hired goon, right? And, and like, and usually most of those are pretty like lack of emotion, you know, right, like yeah. pretty straightforward. And that's kind of what his character was in this movie. Yeah, and I think it worked for him because all the other characters in the movie are constantly like pointing out how. Lack of emotion and <laughs> lack of connection he has. So, right, right. So, you know, uh, it doesn't get in the way of the story. No, no, yeah, not at all. Uh, in fact, like, I mean, I noticed in the credits he, he was one of the executive producers. Mm-hmm. So, like, I kind of wonder if, you know, this role was even written with him in mind. Oh, yeah. You know, it was like, well, this is kind of a Henry Rollins type. <laughs> you know, yeah. well, let's just get Henry Rollins. <laughs> That's so cool. 
Like, yeah. I'm, I would love to see him get more, I don't know, more presence, maybe? I mean, like, he's always doing something. Right. But I feel like a lot of people are like, who is he? Right. And, yeah. You know, like, oh, he's that guy. I've seen him on VH1 once or twice. <laughs> it's like, he's done more than, like, any ten Probably other anybody. people. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, he's written he's written and published so many books and yep you know uh, he's had a couple of TV shows usually hosting things mm-hmm. a couple of reality shows and, and uh, uh, that that short stint of Night Visions I don't know what that is it was a Twilight Zone like TV show where he was the Rod Serling oh uh, wow really yeah was that neat huh was that neat eh, not really oh it was like him in a black room you know just like you know. This is the moral of the story. And then, like, you'd watch the episode and, yeah, you know, then you'd, like, come back in the end to see, that asshole got his comeuppance. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was it. Yeah. I would watch that. Wasn't that the name of the 70s Rod Serling show, Night mm-hmm. Visions? Okay. So it was like a, re- a revival. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Wow. Or no, Rod Serling's was Night Gallery. Night Gallery, that's it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. But yeah, yeah, similar concept, though. Okay. So what do you think of this movie? I don't know yet. I found it kind of boring. It drags a lot. Yeah. And I, again, like I go back to the fact that I couldn't hear a lot of it. Right. And I don't know if it was that playing a factor. Yeah. Like, I think I kind of want to watch it again. Like, like you know, loud and, and you know, mm-hmm. maybe see if I catch something. But right. it's, it still doesn't make for, for the fact that a lot of the time... Not a lot was really happening. I I feel like I could maybe splice it down to like fifteen minutes of Henry Rollins eating people alive <laughs> and murdering thugs, right? And I would watch that again. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I found it. And I, I I like kind of methodical slow movies, but I just found it kind of boring, though. Right. I think the problem with it is that it's building up a mystery. You know, of, of who exactly this guy is and, and why he is doing what he's doing, uh, that doesn't really get a satisfying payoff. Right. And so by the time you get to the end where, where we supposedly get some of the answers, it's just sort of, eh. So what is this guy doing in this movie? Well, for like the first half of the movie, he's, he's uh, playing bingo. He's playing bingo. Which is worth, the price of rental just to watch Henry Allen's play bingo. It's true. It's true. Uh, then he uh, he sleeps most of the day, and then uh, he goes to a diner to to eat, and uh, that's pretty much all he does. Mm-hmm. And uh, he gets a, a monkey wrench thrown in his life, where uh, an ex girlfriend of his uh, resurfaces and says, "Hey, you have a daughter. Go pick her up before she gets too drunk." Yeah. Right. Which uh, he. Prefers to have no involvement in whatsoever. Uh, but he doesn't want to see the daughter drink and drive. Right. And, uh, I mean, he doesn't seem to even care that much about the daughter. Because mm-hmm. uh, he, he literally just found out that she existed. Yeah, and that was kind of weird. I mean, it was like, I don't know. It was just strange the way that played out. It was like, hey, you know, here, here's your daughter. She's at this party. She's drinking. You should go pick her up. And, like, you have a daughter. <laughs> Right, and and it was just really strange because I mean I know I get that you know Henry Rollins was playing a character that is a nod like non-human I guess we could say yeah um but it was just weird the whole situation as far as 
just like, you know, the ex-girlfriend would behave that way. You know, like, hey, you know, I'm introducing you to your daughter. Um, she's drunk at a party. Right. You know, I don't know. It was just weird. It is weird. Uh, especially because, like I said, everything is building up a mystery of, like, who this person is. But we do get, instead of just flat-out exposition, we, we do get just, like, we are shown and not told little bits and facts about him. Right. Uh, such as, like, he has a crate of money, just, just billions of dollars just in his apartment. Right. Uh, and it's not a nice apartment. It's, it is not, no, yeah. Which is probably why he has millions of dollars. Yeah, well, yeah. He's, he's thrifty. <laughs> uh, and he's lived a very long time. Yes. That's another little thing. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, he, uh, you know, we learned that he's a he's a vegetarian. He doesn't drive. He uh, doesn't drink alcohol. Uh, doesn't do drugs. Doesn't do drugs. He plays bingo three times a week <laughs> because he likes. I, see, I loved his ex- explanation of that. He said, uh, "They're like his daughter's like, why do you come here?" And it was just like this pan around shot of all these kind of slow, sloppy, dead-eyed people. Right. And he was like, "Because they don't interact with me. Right. Yeah, yeah, they don't yeah. distract me." That's what he said. I was like, well, that's kind of neat. Yeah. Then uh, he he winds up uh, having a couple of run-ins with uh, some thugs. Uh, kind of a comical pair of thugs. Yeah, I would say so. Uh, they they keep showing up throughout the movie. They're, well, one of them does. Yeah. <laughs> and I like how like he keeps like pulverizing them, and I like how it's kind of cartoonish how they keep showing up with oh yeah like bandages or like eye patches from right. after he's messed with them it's kind of reminds me of like uh i don't know like in ferris bueller's day off like the principal oh, yeah, just yeah. keeps getting worse and worse or, yeah. or, uh but then uh, or yeah. ken and uh fish called wanda oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> sorry no it's fine uh but yeah so he has uh he has one run in uh too many with uh these guys and uh he uh he lets loose. Yeah. And kills one of them and then uh, eats his throat. Yep. Eats it, rips it right out. Yep. And eats it. And that's not a vegetarian behavior. That, that is I, not. I read up on it because I was making sure. Right, yeah. You know, I wasn't well, sure. When you were researching becoming a vegetarian. Yeah, I was like, right. can I still, you know, eat man throat? Right. I don't I don't know. Is that considered? <laughs> like, like imitation crab. Right. I think you're allowed to do that. Right, right. Um, veggie burgers, even that's in the shape of burgers, right. it's fine. But they're veggie burgers. But man throat man apparently throat. is still meat. It's still, it's yeah, still, it it's, still it's an off limits <laughs> category. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, oh, yeah, of course, up to this point, we've seen him uh, get shot and uh, beaten. But uh, Mr. Rollins, yeah. Mm-hmm. yes, yeah, yeah. but uh, he ne- never really showing any real signs of damage. Which, which is probably what would happen in real life. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> He's a hearty man. He is pretty, pretty, yeah, uh, pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, that's when uh, the, the movie takes a turn a bit. And uh, he sort of, uh, like an alcoholic who has his uh, first drink after being sober for a long time, he just falls right off the wagon. Yep. He's got that taste of blood. He does, and uh, he just starts going around looking for fights uh, and, and 
just trying to find people to kill and eat. Yeah. And, uh, and also. And just, he does. He does. Yeah. Indeed. Uh, it's actually, there, there's a fairly comical moment, uh, where he, uh, he tries to pick a couple of fights, but like everybody around him is like super nice. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. Uh, oh yeah. This movie is also supposed to be a comedy. Uh, are you sure? Serious? That, that's what the, the thing said. Like a dark comedy? Like like a horror comedy movie. Hmm. Uh, I laughed out loud maybe twice, but... It's it's not... Yeah, it's, it's, it's not very funny. No. <laughs> I mean, there's some... There's some humor infused in there for, like, moments of relief, I think. Right, yeah. Which is, I think, in every right. movie. Yeah. I wouldn't even call this a dark comedy, though. No, yeah. Because it's, it's, it's more just, like, an intense, like, weird mystery. Yeah. There's some. There's a couple of funny characters. But oh yeah, yeah. like it. like our cartoonish goons. Yeah, and, and even the guy that uh, Henry Rollins is. Con- he's like a med student that Henry Rollins oh, yeah. is constantly buying blood from. I guess. Yeah. Because um, he has to drink it. Yeah. Um, that guy's pretty funny too. Yeah. Um, and and Rollins's character at times is funny depending on who he's actually interacting with. Yeah, I think it's like he's not funny. It's just. The interaction with others is funny yeah, right, because yeah. he's so obtuse. He, right. And he's also just very awkward and doesn't like being around people. Right. And, you know, it, it just comes off. Uh, like there's a very long scene where he's listing off <laughs> all the jobs that he's ever had <laughs> because he's been alive forever. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that, that, that was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. But the timing of it was great. The yeah. beats. And the- <laughs> I, Honestly, at one point, I was like, well, surely, like, at one point, he's going to mention punk rock singer. Like a poet published poetry. Or, at the very least, manager of a Baskin Robbins. Yeah. uh, (laughs) It was Hagen Dawes. Hagen Dawes, whatever. (laughs) He did say managed all sorts of retail. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that was pretty good. And, and like, I kind of feel like maybe Henry Ellens is kind of like, kind of like that, where he... He doesn't seem like he likes to be around a lot of people. Right. And so maybe that was something he, he like, kind of used in this role. Probably, you know? yeah. Uh, yeah, but uh, we, we, we slowly get the, the idea. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, we know he, he can take a lot of damage, but then there comes a culmination of the scene where he gets uh, shot in the face. Yep. And, and is just okay with it. Yeah, he just kind of... Gets in there with some tweezers and pulls the bullet out of his head. Right, because yeah. otherwise uh, his brain will heal around it and then he'll get migraines. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what he, how he explains it away. <laughs> Which that was funny too. Yeah. Uh, so he's kind of a fallen angel vampire thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. I guess that's why the scars on the back, his wings have been removed. Right. Um, and he just can't die. Right, and uh, he's uh, also throughout. He he keeps seeing a bearded man that's sort of following him around, but nobody else can see except for his daughter. His daughter can see him, yeah. Uh, which uh, you know makes him wonder, you know, how much of a inhuman thing she might be as right. well. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, he's, he's like a really well dressed, silent old man. Yeah, with kind of like an evil grin. Yeah. Wonder who that could be. I don't know. Uh, so 
while you were uh, in the bathroom after the movie, I read the Wikipedia page for for this movie mm-hmm. to see what exactly I wasn't getting. Right. Uh, and according to the Wikipedia page, he is supposed to be Kane. Yeah, I did get that. Okay. Because he, he told one guy that he was Kyan, but he's like, but people pronounce it Kane. Okay, I didn't hear that. Oh, okay, okay. So, yeah, he's like the brother that always gets killed. Right. Well, no, he is... Oh, he's the brother that does the killing? Yeah. Okay. Kane slew Abel. Okay, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so his punishment is apparently to be alive forever and wander the earth and never be able to die, so... That's that's what he is. Hmm. So, which also makes the angel wings thing weird and unnecessary. What was was were Cain and Abel fallen angel? Nope. Okay, they were the son of Adam and Eve, sons hmm. of Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve were those angels? Yes. Okay. <laughs> They're also a porn company. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more familiar with that than the other. Right. Um. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, like I said, yeah, that is weird. Yeah, okay. I, I didn't. Uh, Why does he have angel wings? Exactly. Right. Maybe there's we're just the scars for him getting the tattoos removed. Then. Could be. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. See, that was kind of maybe the thing is, I like I don't know. I've never really been that into movies that are like, look, it's a biblical character. Like even like the prophecy and things right. like that. Like I'm just like, just give it a rest. You know, right. just. Have evil, don't, I don't know. It's, I mean, it's definitely, I think, one of the worst cliches in, in right, fiction. Right, yeah, now. I think that's what it is. Like, yeah. if it's done really well, like the like Preacher or something, right. it's kind of cool, but it's so cliched just to be like, look, it's the devil, and right, here's another, right. here's, you know, here's right. Noah's just Ark. So overdone. And yeah, yeah like, like Preacher does it well, I think, because it kind of is irreverent about it, and clearly Garth Ennis doesn't, want to put much weight behind that kind of mythology. Right, yeah. You know. <clears throat> it's like and a springboard for him to just take it in a different direction. Exactly, yeah. Uh, and, you know, I like the prophecy well enough, but, you know, like... like yeah. I think, I for know. me, maybe that was the turning point where it was like, this is the last good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and also maybe it's because, uh, you know, I've paid way too much attention to, like, you know, Top cows output in comics. <laughs> There's been a lot of biblical related. Yeah. Oh, yep. The Beast Awakens. Yeah. And is uh, checking us out. Oh yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it it was it was an okay movie. I think if it wouldn't have had Henry <laughs> Owens as the main character, I would have been super so bored that I would have wanted it to end. Right. But. I like watching him. And I like, I like seeing what he's doing in the world. Right. So it kind of held my attention, <clears throat> but, but I did find it kind of boring. Um. <laughs> my dog is trying to eat my cat. <laughs> uh, but they seem to be doing it in a playful way, so uh, I'm, I'm good with it. Uh, see, it's like Henry Allen's spoken word. I wish you could see this. Right, right. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, if Henry Rollins hadn't been in this, then I probably would have liked it a lot less. Right. Uh, yeah, can you imagine if that was just like Gary Busey or something? Oh, well, Gary Busey. <laughs> I think this would have been 
fucking amazing. <laughs> well, he would have been a lot more animated with his dialogue delivery. Sure, yeah. sure. And he probably would have, like, um, just like on the spot, made up like a thousand more jobs. Right. You know, yeah, ad-libbed yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know that I could fully recommend this movie unless you're just a real big Henry Rollins fan. Yeah, and, and if you are a Henry Rollins fan, you'll you'll want to watch him play bingo and right. eat, eat someone's throat. I mean, yeah. you know you would. Yeah, right, right. You know? Uh, apparently there's a, a mini-series in development uh, you know, that will sort of follow up this movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Because it does kind of end in a place where normally I would have said, well, what the fuck was that? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It did. It did, totally did. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I didn't like, I didn't care for the ending. No, yeah, not at all. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I don't know. I guess if that happens, uh, probably watch it if Henry Rollins is still involved. So he might be involved in that right, too. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was okay. Yeah, it was fine. It was cool to see Rollins in a starring role and, and like and doing some weird stuff. Right. But yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Overall, disappointing. Pretty much. Yeah. Well, you uh wanna take a break? Sure, I'll see if we can uh save my cat All from right. fate worse than death. <laughs>
Hey, welcome back. Hello. We are uh, still here. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Yeah. We, we didn't die. No, we, we never did. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I kept calling this movie He Didn't Die. I told a couple people, like, yeah, I'm going to watch this movie called He Didn't Die. Yeah. But it's called He Never Died. Right. But I kept messing that up. Yeah, they'll figure it out. Did you say Henry Rollins? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah they'll, they'll find it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's cool. Yeah, he is. I like the Henry Owens. He is well. Yeah. Hmm. So, uh, I haven't uh, seen much from him lately, but it's just probably because I don't pay too much attention to much of anything happening <laughs> around me anymore. <laughs> I I think the last couple things I've seen, uh, like interview wise or whatever, with him. Are just like old clips that I had never watched. Right. But like occasionally I'll Google him, like on or like search him out on YouTube or whatever. Right. And just see. And there's there's usually some pretty cool stuff. Right. I know he has a podcast which uh, I, I unfortunately have a hard time listening to when I'm at work. So, oh really? Yeah. Just because I mean I mean they're interesting. Him. It's him and uh, his uh, like assistant slash producer manager oh, okay. girl. Heidi. Okay. Uh, it's the Henry and Heidi podcast. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> and uh, it's usually like, you know, there's a little bit of interaction here and there, but it's mostly just him telling the story. All right. Uh, and it's like, the, uh, to me, it's sort of like the punk version of uh, the Stephen Tobolowsky podcast. Okay. <laughs> which, uh, they're super interesting, but I'm at work and like, you know, I don't want to. You know, just hear a story. I want to like be a little bit entertained, right? To make know? the make the time good. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So like, I generally listen to more comedic podcasts than than those, but they're, they're very interesting. And then mm-hmm. he is just telling stories about his life, and clearly, he has lived a far more interesting life than, than <laughs> you know probably Everybody anyone is. else. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like that'd be a good podcast for like a long drive. Yeah. Or yeah. yeah. Uh, or even just like you know sitting at home or whatever because because I've listened to his spoken word stuff you know right you know driving or whatever but you know uh, but uh, yeah you know so check that out yeah he, yeah he's he's a heck of a guy yeah and like I would totally go see another live spoken word performance mm-hmm. if he did one you know nearby but you bring your own chair yeah <laughs> <laughs> at least uh like a inflatable donut or something yeah. Uh, but I don't think he's been around here in quite a few years anyway. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess he's definitely just retired from music at this point. Yeah, that's weird, yeah. isn't it? When's this, when was the last Rollins album? I think it was, uh, if you want to count the the West Memphis 3 oh, uh, yeah. tribute Rise thing. Rise Above. Yeah. yeah, I think that was like 2001, 2002, wow. or something like that. Was it really? Yeah. Man, I remember I bought that when it came out because there's so many good artists on there. Oh, but yeah. It's a good album. Yeah. It's uh it's the Rollins band. Uh mostly minus Henry. Yeah. Uh but but a lot of guest vocalists doing all Black Flag songs. Yeah. Uh and then Rollins does a couple of them uh, right. himself. Uh but but uh and I think you'll might agree with me on this. Uh the best one on that album is the Ryan Adams The Nervous Breakdown. Yeah. That is a great track right i think it's the final track and it's just like it just is. him without acoustic guitar yep yeah that's really good 
and I think it's fair to say neither of us are really big uh, Ryan Adams fans. I, you know, I probably wasn't for a long time, but it, a friend of mine burnt me a couple of his CDs, and I cannot stop listening to them. Oh, like, wow. I love them. Huh. Um, yeah, and if and if I like that track more than a Mike Patton track, you know, you know oh, it's yeah, saying right. because Mike Patton does six back on there, which yeah. is pretty fun, too. Um, yeah, like Lemmy's on it, uh, Tom Araya. Yeah. Uh, Chuck D. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ice T. Uh, some other dudes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, like, every previous Black Flag singer. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Chuck Tukaski plays on it. Uh, uh, Keith Morris, yeah, he does a song. Yeah, it's yeah. good. It's a good yeah. little. Yeah. You find that. Pick it up. It's yeah. good stuff. Exactly. Um, Speaking of records, I, this week, uh, uh, um, Rockathon Records, which is Robert Pollard, um, of Guided by Voices, it's his like record label. They, they moved and they had a record sale and, and I bought some, uh, I bought some half priced Robert Pollard vinyls this nice. week. I was pretty, pretty excited about. Yeah. Um, I haven't got them in the mail yet, but I just, I just ordered them Thursday. But, uh, I was, it made me think about, it. when we were watching this movie, I was like, Robert Pollard. I would love to see Robert Pollard do like a weird movie like this. I mean, he's an aging alternative icon, just sure. like just, just like, like Andrew Rollins. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that would be weird to see him like rip someone's throat out, though, and like yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I can definitely tell you that's not a movie I would watch out of just morbid curiosity, right? Yeah, like like I wouldn't watch it because I'm such a fan. Yeah, because I'm. Clearly not. I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get the f- impression that Pollard would be a great actor. Maybe, probably not. But, but uh, I do really enjoy his music. So. Right. But yeah, he's another one of those people. Him and Rollins both. Like half the time when you meet someone that knows who they are, which you're excited, you're like, oh, you know who that is. We can right. talk about that. I'd say half the time, um, <laughs> either one of those people, they're like, I can't stand that guy. Right. Um, like, and, and uh, for like six years, you dated a woman who couldn't stand either. Right. And she had stories about both of them, yep. like meeting both of them. I think, yeah, the best is the Henry Allen story. She was, Kathleen was, uh, in Columbus and this was years ago. And she, she was like walking through a parking lot trying to make, make it into the movie theater on time to right. see the movie. And you know, this was like before she had cell phones and whatnot. Um, yeah. She was like, ah, oh, I wonder what time it is. I'm going to be late. And she, and she was like, oh, there's a guy walking by himself towards the theater. I'll just, I'll just, Ask him what time it is. He's like, "Excuse me, sir." And uh, and Henry Rollins turns around and yells at her. He's like, "I'm just trying to watch a movie." And uh, she's like, "Oh, like it's Henry Rollins." I didn't realize that, but she was just, you know, gonna ask him what time it was. Right. And uh, he just assumed, I guess, that she was an autograph hound, or right, or whatever, or the, or that she was just gonna be like, "You're Henry Rollins." Right. Um. So, so she had a bad experience with him. Yeah. And you know, and I can see how that would discolor your. It, it's weird. Like I try to separate, you know. Right. Like when that happens, when stuff like that happens, but. But you know, I mean, famous people also uh, just just want to do normal stuff. Too. Yeah, exactly. And, and sometimes they just don't want to be bothered. Sometimes they're just having a bad day, like the rest of us. Right. Exactly. Like even sometimes, like if you meet a comic artist and they're behind their booth right. and they're supposed to be talking to you and they're having a bad day. 
you know, like it clearly it's not a moment where like Henry Allen's just walking through a parking lot, but right. this is like a situation where they're there to <clears throat> interact with you. Right. Occasionally, yeah, maybe they're stressed out about something and like they come off as not the coolest person. Right. And, and unfortunately that can color your opinion for years. Like, really? like I remember years ago I had a interaction with Scotty Young and, uh, at a Chicago show and he just seemed like, like he didn't really care to like talk to me and like I was getting something signed for Kathleen actually. Right. And, uh, and I was getting some sign for her and he just seemed like very like, yeah, that's cool. So I, and he just like signed it really quick and like made zero eye contact and then right. just kind of tossed it there on the table in front of me and went back to whatever he was looking at. Right. And I was just like, eh, he's a dick. Yeah. But, uh, but you know, maybe he's not, maybe he was just having a, a bad day or whatever. Or he was like, you know, just interested in whatever was on his phone. And, right. But, but it, you know, Something yeah. I remember years later. Right, right. And I mean, I've, I've certainly had some bad experiences like that too, you know, with, with, uh, creators. You know, uh, like for me, it was, uh, Joe Casada. Uh, was ironically in Chicago as well. Uh, maybe Chicago is, makes people off put. It could be. Uh, but it was me and uh, my friend Bruce and his wife, and, uh, we all, uh, like traveled, you know, to, to go to the Wizard World Chicago, and then, uh, we, walk in and we see uh, the Marvel booth first thing when we walk in and Joe Quesada's there and he's signing an autograph and we go to, to stand in line and like some guy comes up and talks to him and he just uh, dead set looks at us and then walks the fuck away. <laughs> like, even though he realizes you're there yep. to see him. Yep. Yeah. Huh. Yep. <laughs> so, you know, but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Could have been an emergency. Could have been an emergency. Probably wasn't. No. Uh, but you know, uh, it was probably like it was probably like, hey, Bill Jemis just brought in some coke to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Jump shooters there too. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> uh, but you know, yeah, like sometimes it could just be a bad day. But uh, you know, uh, also leading up like to, to that Henry Rollins story. I mean. She may have been like the thirtieth person that approached yeah, exactly, that. and like yeah. the first twenty, maybe he would have been like, "Oh yeah, yeah, here's right, your signature." Yeah. You know, I'm sorry, I'm on a bus. I'm just trying to right, right. get somewhere. I mean, you know, who knows? But yeah, it's it's weird. I mean, that's the whole thing with fame, which you know, luckily you and I will never have to experience. No, not at all. But <laughs> but uh, it, it it is such a like it's like this limelight and right. I I haven't thought about that. The opening scene of this movie is like Henry Allen's walking out of his apartment door and like the cameras over his shoulder and in my mind I was like oh, I wonder if they had to clear the street because you know you know not right. only are they making a they're making just a low budget indie movie so it's not like they you know cleared this whole town right. but it was like but it's Henry Rollins so somebody would have recognized them and probably yeah. so I don't know. Know. I'm sure they probably had to you know close it off a little bit anyway, right. you know uh, but that would that would, <clears throat> that would kind of suck. You could never just go to the grocery or right. go to a movie or right. get a car wash or whatever without somebody going, "Hey, you're that guy." I think you know, like for me, like I'm at the age and the the mentality at this point where, like, if I'm out and I saw Henry Rollins, like. I just would not bother him. Yeah, exactly. Like, like I love Henry Rollins, right? and I would love the chance to meet him and shake his hand. But like him in a parking lot going to a movie, and clearly like Kathleen like didn't know that. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, like like when she approached him, she just saw the back of some guy. You know, she's like, oh, there's a guy that likes Black Flag. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, 
but like if if I had seen him and recognized him, I, I don't think I would have bothered him at all. Very very recently, I I had a, a similar experience where I was put to this test. Oh, um, when I went to see the Melvins, um, the most recent time, uh, it was in Columbus a few months ago, and after the show, um, and let me preface this by saying I would love to have a chance to talk to King Buzzo. Sure, he's one. Of, he's like probably my favorite musician that's ever lived right and uh and so he's leaving like after the show um i will like walk to the parking lot and i was waiting on my friend he hadn't been out yet and i was like oh maybe he's waiting for me at the door i'll just go back up and see if he's you know if there's miscommunication he's always high so right. you know that probably <laughs> is a miscommunication and uh and so i was walking back and um and just walking down the sidewalk towards the parking lot as King Bozo carrying his guitar, just, just him, like right. nobody around him. And, uh, and like, you know, I have to like pass him on the sidewalk. Right. It's just me and him, nobody else around. And I was like, this is kind of a perfect situation, but I was like, I'm not going to annoy this man. Right. So like he kind of like, you know, kind of makes eye contact as he walks by just to like make sure I wasn't going to shank him or whatever, I guess. Right, right. And I, and I just, you look like that kind of guy. <laughs> I look like that guy. I'm a, I'm a pretty tough, menacing, intimidating fellow. <laughs> People cross the streets, so they don't have to walk. Oh, yeah, yeah. But no, so I, as I get up next to him, I just, you know, he kind of looks over and, and I just kind of like, you know, give him like a nod, like, hey, right. what's up? Like I would just any other dude though. Right. You know, right, not, right. not like, hey, right. what's up, Tyler Durden? And not, not like that. Just like, you know. <laughs> Just like, hey, what's up, random fella? Right, right. And like, that's all I did. And, and like, if he would have been behind his merch table or something, I would have been like, hey, man, I really appreciate all the blah, blah, blah. And I would have gushed and been a weirdo. Right. But I, I couldn't do that in public. I see that situation to me. Like, I'm torn on that one because he just performed a show. Right. So, like, he is there in the capacity of here I am. Right. You know, this is what I do. Like, even if he is just hauling equipment out to the van, right? you know, it's still sort of in that vein. Yeah, I mean, sort of, but I, I think maybe if he would have been just, like, chilling in the at the bar or something, in the venue, but, I mean, he's, like, got equipment in his arms, right, and I was right. just like, I don't want to bug this man. Right. Yeah. Like, I get that, too, you know, like, like you know, but, I mean, I've I've been at shows where I have talked to the guys who are hauling their shit into right. the van, you know, but... They're also not, at least at the the level of the Melvins either. So, you know, they probably appreciated it more. Right. You know? uh, but definitely, like, yeah, if he was at his merch table or whatever, then yeah, you go up there and you talk to that guy. Yeah. That's why he's there. And, and and truth be told, there was like a little part of me too that was like, you know, when I was trying to decide in that moment, like whether I should say something to him, but I was like, right. man, I don't want to bug him. I think there was also a little part of me that's like. I've never talked to this man before, right. and I listen to his music every day of my life, and I right. have for like 20 years, and I would hate that if it was a Scotty Young style like oh, if interaction, dick, yeah. where I was like, hey, I really like, he's like, I'm just trying to get to the van, right, you know? right, right. I'd have been like, uh, and then like every right. time I listen to his music, that's what I would think of, because right, right. like, it's my only interaction with him, yeah. and that's that's what the problem is with people like that have, like we were just talking about a little bit ago, that have this one tiny small interaction, you know, one sliver of this person's life to, to say, Hey, that was them interacting with me. And if it's bad, that's all they remember. Yep. You know, 
And, and like then that person will completely forget that you exist. Oh, in ten minutes, yeah. you, you walk away. Yep. yep. But you will hold on to that for the rest of your life. All right, yeah. and it, it'll discolor every possible enjoyment you have of that person's art. Right. So, like to me, I'm like, I almost just kind of don't really want to meet artists that right. I, that I like because you, you should never meet your heroes. Yeah. I mean, there is definitely a reason behind that that uh, that saying. I mean, especially if it's. If it's not like, man, I just love this person, it's not that. It's just like, I just love the things this person makes. Right. And, and I honestly, I just want to enjoy those things. Right. Like, I don't, I don't want to be his friend or like exactly. hang out right. with him or whatever. I just want to listen to his music and not think about like the person that's making it. You know? Right. I just want to enjoy it. Yeah. So. But at the same time, you know, I think that the, there's a time and a place. And, and, you know, like if you had been in Columbus, the day before the Melvin show, yeah, you were like at a Rite Aid and you saw King Bozo. <laughs> well, yeah, that is not the place to talk to him for sure, right? But how hard would that have been to right to exactly? Because you're like, this is so surreal. He's buying band aids, right? Because also, yeah, at that point in time, especially with like King Bozo, you're probably the only person in that Rite Aid that recognizes him. <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, it's weird. But yeah, I think my philosophy on it is like, you know, yeah, if I ever see a celebrity or, or anyone that I admire in public and I really someone who I think is, is bigger than, yeah. than life. You like know? someone who hears it all the time. Right. Yeah. Then, then I'm just leaving that person alone. If it's someone that's like struggling and they're like, you know, like, man, should I even be doing this anymore? Right. I think they do appreciate that sort of thing. Right. You know? But yeah, if it's like <clears throat> Bruce Campbell or something, you're like, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. you don't really, you don't need to be like the one thousandth person that day that said, "I like your movies." Exactly, you right? Know? Yeah, yeah. It's like you know, I'll just leave him alone, and then I come home and like I call you up and say, "Dude, I just saw Bruce Campbell." <laughs> yeah, and that's much better. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> I walked over and said, "Hey, can you say this is my boomstick?" Because <laughs> I was like, "That's funny." No one else has ever thought to ask him that. <laughs> And then, and then he gave me this evil look and walked away. And I hate him, and I'm never watching those movies again. <laughs> yep. So it's a yeah. celebrity for you. Yep. And like you said, you or I will never <laughs> no, have to worry about nope. that. Yeah, we're speaking out of turn here. And, and honestly, to be fair, some of the interactions we've had with, with our listeners have kind of been off-putting. <laughs> I don't think we've ever had a listener come and be like, oh my god, it's you guys. No, but, uh, you know, just, just, like, like whenever, uh, I get, uh, just a random email or, or what, from, oh, right. from someone that, like, we've never interacted before, I'm just like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Why, yeah. why is this happening? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, like, I just, uh, I sold a print on Etsy the other day. Oh, nice. And, uh, the, the guy, accidentally ordered the wrong thing but like like he still wanted you know one of my things he just clicked on the wrong button oh, okay so he like sent me a message like hey i accidentally clicked on the wrong thing you know before you ship it out could you, you know, do this i was like yeah no problem you know and then like he sent me another response after that i was like thanks man man i really think you're super talented and then i was just like ah, i don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> you're like that last one no <laughs> did you email him back yeah, I did not. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's like it's like it's weird. It's just like okay, well, thanks. I right. mean, I kind of figured that when you bought it. 
right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, and like you appreciate it, sure, but, absolutely. But, but it's like, yeah, it's just, it's just, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I was talking to someone about that uh, recently. Like, I'm really bad at self promotion, right? Like, if if somebody comes to Mavericks and says, you know, like, this is. On a rare occasion, an actual occurrence, right. but a rare occasion. Someone's like, hey, can you recommend something off the small press rack? Someone I don't know. Right. That's happened before, believe it or not. Huh. And, uh, this sounds fishy. <laughs> it sounds like a made stuff. And, <laughs> and I'll, I'll, I'll point at different things and like occasionally I'll point at my own and be like, this one's kind of funny. But then I'll like immediately, like almost like cut myself off and be like, but this one is much better. And I'll right, point right, at like right. something else because I'm, I'm just like, I can't do it. Right. You know? yeah. No, yeah. It's tough. Yeah. Like, like I try, like when I'm, especially like all online and on Facebook or whatever, but every time I do something, like I always have to undercut it by saying, but we're total idiots. Right. You know, yeah. Like, like, or harsher. It's self-sabotaging, I guess. Pretty but, much. Yeah. But, but yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I think sometimes I don't trust artists. Like I've tabled next to people at comic shows before who are like, they're, they're nobodies just like me. Right. But they're very like self promoting mm-hmm. and they have like a spiel and they give it to every single person that walks up. Yep. And I'm just like, I would rather not sell anything than have to, than do, have to do that oh, yeah. a thousand times. Like, honestly, it's not like I'm doing this to live, you know, where I like have to sell my books. Right. It's like, this is supposed to be fun and enjoyable. And that aspect of it is so unenjoyable right that i would rather only sell books to my friends right than have to like have a spiel and like sell myself like some sort of product and maybe it's just me being you know you know with my personality and and, and, and such a a loving and and, uh caring human being that that enjoys social interaction you're like a living care bear right uh, but whenever i'm like at a show and like i walk up to a booth and they have a spiel immediately i'm just like nope <laughs> yeah because i mean like like when i do wind up buying something especially from you know small press or indie guys or whatever like it's you know me just going up and looking at their stuff mm-hmm. and me deciding that based on the quality of what i'm looking at yeah you know okay i'm gonna buy this right you know not because they've got you know the whole memorized paragraph that they're gonna yeah. yell at me and some of those people are really nice because, like I said, oh, yeah. like yeah. I've had, I've been table neighbors with people, and I'm like, oh, this guy's really cool. But then, like, I hear the spiel, and I'm like, well, he's still cool. He just told that guy a spiel, but and a half an hour later, I hear the same exact spiel, right. you know, or or like five seconds later, I hear the same spiel. Right. Um, and it's yeah, I just find it off-putting. Like, it makes me, it actually makes me not want to read somebody's book when right. I don't know, like, if it wasn't them doing the spiel, like, even if it was, like, you know, their wife was running the table while they were, you know, like, at a panel or something. Right. I'm like, well, you know, okay, you know, they've, they have this person that's helping them. And, but it's just, like, when it's yourself, like, I don't know, there's something about it to me that's, like, tooting your own horn or something. Right, yeah. Know? I don't know. And, yeah, I mean, maybe it's, I don't know, like, like, Again, you and I are both terrible at the the self promotion aspect. Yeah. So maybe that's a thing that we shouldn't be doing. Oh yeah. You know, but but yeah, Only it feels if, gross. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, we should be if that was like if our goal was like we have to sell these books or we're gonna starve. Right. Then I would be out there like, do you like auto bio? Well, boy, have I got a ring a ding ding for you, buddy. <laughs> you know, I would do all that. <laughs> but like, I, I feel like if I did that. 
I would sell maybe ten dollars more worth of stuff, right. and I would have to like drink twenty dollars worth of alcohol to to, like, feel to get out of that, right? right? So it's it's not a win. No, yeah. So I just figure, whatever. Yeah. But hey, you know the people that can do it and sleep at night. Good for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good for you guys. Um, if you feel like shamelessly promoting us, feel free to do it. Oh yeah, by all means. Yeah. Uh, we could use the help, yeah. obviously. Yeah. And we're socially and mentally not not great. Nope. <laughs> but we make great stuff. Ring a ding ding. <laughs> I have to find a way to somehow incorporate ring a ding ding into my spiel. Because it makes no sense yet. <laughs> but but it's the only thing I'm comfortable saying. I like it. <laughs> totally like it. Uh yeah, by the way, both of us are available for commissions. That's right. <laughs> and uh, I think both of us have uh, lots of stuff for sale on uh, our individual websites. Go check those out. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's links on the side. <laughs> yep. Wow, that was horrible. It was. That was yeah, yeah. I'm exhausted and I feel like I need a shower. <laughs> Ring-a-ding-ding. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that could be like... <laughs> I don't know. No. I was thinking like something we sing every time someone puts a dollar into our bucket. Uh, uh, I would I would honestly rather just give my comic away to somebody if I if I had to like if they're like I don't know and if I have to like either give them a spiel or give them a free comic I would opt for the giving them a free comic right just be like just take it and if you like it that's cool if not. A very close friend of mine recently bought a piece of original art from me. Uh, actually, a couple of friends of mine have, have bought some some original art from me recently, and like I need the money like badly, mm-hmm. and so it's like like I I want their money, but at the same time like they're friends of mine, so I'm just like, well, I I feel weird selling stuff to them, right? And so I'm just like, okay, well. What else can I give them for free? <laughs> to make up for this. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah, like sometimes I, I haven't seen somebody in a long time and they come into my work and like they're like, oh, I'll buy one of your comics. I'm always like, just take it. Right. And then <laughs> and inevitably they're like, no, no, here's $3 because they're, they're only $3. Postpaid. Right. Um, <laughs> but... But yeah, my initial reaction is just to be like, why would you pay for this? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like it, like the whole point of, of, of me even doing it is to get it out of my system. Right. And then like, it, yeah, and then like I like to print them up too. I, cause I like seeing them in print. Right. Um, and I like seeing multiple copies. I'm, sure. I don't, I don't like just doing the one for me, but who would do that? <laughs> but, but, but then when it comes to the next step where, you know, you, you have to like try to get, people to actually buy those copies is like i i'm pretty happy with just having a giant box of them in my room you know i just want to know that they exist (laughs) fully marvel and dc could think that way too (laughs) right yeah (laughs) i don't think that ever happens no yeah it's weird yeah well speaking of comics Mm -hmm. speaking of dc comics I'm gonna I'm gonna pick a comic for us to read for the next episode. Oh, cool! I like reading comics. Yeah. So uh, th- this is uh, 
a book that uh, DC is currently publishing. I'm not sure for how long they will be publishing. The first trade paperback of it is not out yet, but okay. the first seven issues are. Ooh. And it is the Dr. Fate series. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm interested in that. By uh, Paul Levitz and Sonny Liu, I believe is the, uh, okay. the last name of the, the gentleman who draws it. I've never read said book, but I, as a merchant of funny books, I do pull out of the box once a month, and yeah. and I have seen it, and it looks it looks pretty cool. Yeah, the the art looks really cool, and the covers are, are pretty cool usually. Uh, so I uh, figured, yeah, let's let's do this. Okay, seven issues of Doctor Fate. Seven issues of Doctor Fate. Only I think the trade is actually the first six issues, but I kind of flipped through them, and the sixth issue doesn't seem to really end. Okay. So I was like, uh, and I looked through the seventh issue, and I was like, well, that seems to have more of an ending. Yeah. So I'm going to just do the first seven I, issues. I think you would know better than DC how to end their story. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, you're wearing a DC shirt right now. So uh, that is true. So that clearly true. you know as at least as much about them as, yeah. as they do. <laughs> so, yeah, so uh, seven issues of Dr. Fates. That's cool. Yeah. May have to borrow those from you because I don't think we have them all. I will uh, get them to you probably by Wednesday. It's perfect. So perfect. Yeah. Cool. So so check those out. You can get them digitally, folks. Mm-hmm. And like I said, the trade's not out yet, but uh, you know, you can probably find them all somewhere. Yeah, we we might even have them. So if right. you live around here, check us out. There you go. Mavericks Cards and Comics. Yeah. Seems seem fine promoting uh, that. Hey, then, well, um, it's higher quality than than my artwork. So. Yeah. It's a Dr. Fate. Yeah. yeah. Looking forward to that? Yeah. Cool. Cool. Alright. Well, uh, call it a night then. Alright. Alright. See you next week. Alright. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. You can subscribe to the show from guttertrash.net or from iTunes and leave us a review. Visit guttertrash.net for email information and for other podcasts and websites in the Gutter Trash Network. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.